to worship in the word we're talking today about joshua and the concealed blessing we're turning to joshua chapter 7 verse 6 and joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the lord until the eventide he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us round and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? Okay, we're seeing here that... uh Joshua, who is the commanding general of the Israeli army of that time, uh, they had just they had won a victory first uh, over Jericho, which was a a walled city. Uh, it, it seemed like it was an impenetrable uh, city, but they had a great victory, and that's a story in itself. But and there are a second encounter with the enemies of Israel. Um, the people of Ai, uh, Joshua sent a contingent of his army over there, and um, they were defeated. They turned around, uh, and he says, what's going to happen when our fighting men, our valiant men, turn around and run away in the battle. And uh, so they were very distraught. They they were surrounded by enemies. And he said, when the enemies hear about what happened here, they're all going to come on us. We're going to be destroyed. And the name of God is going to be defamed. So... uh, this has a lot to do with us as a people of God. Uh, we're in a spiritual warfare. Uh, the Bible says our our weapons are not bombs and guns. They're pulling down strongholds uh, of the dark side around us, illuminating the world with with the truth of the Word of God. And if we lose our stalwart faith and our ability to fight this spiritual battle and start running away from uh, these dark forces, then 
we're going to lose the battle and the name of God is going to be defamed. So uh, let's go on to the next portion of Scripture, which is Joshua chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. Now, uh, before we read that, I want to say that Joshua uh, and his men all did uh, went into sackcloth and ashes. And that is, uh, the Hebrew word for that is teshuva, and it's translated as repentance. And our major theme in these Bible studies is repentance and how it works out in the life of the faith of people. Uh, begins with Adam and Eve, and it continues on through people like Joshua. Now, Joshua was a type of Christ. He led the people of God into the Holy Land, and Jesus is going to lead his people into a, an attorney, eternal Holy Land. <clears throat> so after Joshua and all the people uh, did their teshuva, it was revealed to Joshua that uh, there was sin in the camp, and uh, <clears throat> whenever there's sin in the camp, whether it's uh, in the Old Testament with people like Joshua or a church of today or a person of faith. If, if we have sin in our life, we're not going to be able to get the victory that God wants us to have. And, uh, but they did, these people did teshuva, and it was revealed to them that a man by the name of Achan uh, and his family uh, stole things that belonged to God, uh, the, the, the booty uh, from Jericho was supposed to be uh, holy and devoted unto God, and they took of that. Uh, he, the, the Hebrew word is sharam. It means uh, something that is holy, uh, devoted to God for use or destruction. That's a Hebrew definition, the Hebrew word. And uh, the book of Leviticus says that the tithe of our money to, this, to be given to the work of God is sharam. And uh, it even further speaks that we, as people of faith, our life is sharam. We are holy and devoted unto God. And we're either going to use our life for God or our life is going to be destroyed in the end. Mm -hmm. So this, this is the message. It's a powerful message. And, uh, but it's the truth. And, but the wonderful thing is when we do turn our life over to God, he comes with us and he helps to give us the victory over the sin. And this, let's read this next portion to see what happens. After Joshua and his, and his valiant men uh, did repentance and, and the sin was expunged, Achan and his family were destroyed. They lost their lives over a little bit of gold and silver. People in this world will lose their eternal life over a little bit of uh, something in the world. Okay, go ahead. Chapter 8, 
verse 1, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee, and arise, go up to Ai, see, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai, and his people, and his city, and his land, and thou shalt do to Ai and her king as thou didst unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall ye take for a prey unto yourselves. Lay thee an ambush for the city behind it. Okay. So now we see that God is uh, with them. He says, okay, now... I wasn't with you the last time, Joshua, because you had sin in your camp. You had sin in your life, and you had to, you had to deal with it, and you did deal with it. And now I'm with you, and I'm going to guarantee that you get the victory over this thing. And not only that, because I love you, I'm going to let you folks have all of the spoil Whereas the, all of the spoil is the gold and the silver and uh, precious gems and all the wealth of the city. The, the first city, the wealth, uh, Jericho had to go to God. Uh, the first fruits go to God. And when he knows that we're capable of giving him the first fruits, then he will lay his blessings upon it. He says, this time... Joshua, uh, all the spoil, everything's going to be, you guys are going to divide it up among, I'm going to let you have it all. You're going to get the victory. Not only that, you're going to have the blessing of taking the spoil. Okay, go to the next. Chapter right. 8, verse 30. Then Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal. As Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of whole stones over which no man hath lift up any iron, and they offered thereupon, thereon burnt offerings unto the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings, and he wrote there upon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he wrote in the presence of the children of Israel. Okay, that's good. That's finished there. Um, Mount Ebel is significant. Uh, it's a part of what was called uh, Samaria when Jesus was on the scene um, and he witnessed to the woman at the well he was right there in the same spot that Joshua was. Uh, and there's two mountains there. There's the Mount Ebal, which is the mountain of the curse. And there's a the Mount Gerizim, which is the mountain of the blessing. Now, uh, Mount Gerizim, the Mount of the Blessing, is a very fruitful mountain. It has... Uh, fruit trees, and it has uh, a lot of greenery on it. You can see that it's, uh, it has uh, uh, the water to supply 
the need of that mountain to be fruitful. So this is the uh, this is the mountain that reveals the blessing of God. Now, uh, the other mountain, the Mount Ebal, and that's the mountain where Joshua built the altar. Uh, and as a new Christian, uh, years ago, I, I wondered, why would he build uh, this altar on the mountain of the curse? I mean, you would think he'd be building the, that altar on the mountain of the blessing because God is the God of the blessing. Well, he built that. He went the altar up to, uh, to, to the top of the mountain, and God instructed him. Moses, uh, the prophet Moses, wrote that there was uh, going to be a need for him to do this in the future, uh, and God knew, knows the, the end from the beginning. He knows uh, pretty much what's going to happen. But he knew that they were going to have difficulty. He knew that they were going to have to repent. And he knew that they were going to get the victory over the evil. So this, this uh, uh, thing that they built, this uh, monument that they built, on the top of that mountain was comprised of stones and Joshua etched the words of uh, the book of the law. Actually, uh, the book that they're talking about there is the book of Deuteronomy and, and specifically it's the uh, 28th chapter where it says, if, if you will obey my commandments, then I will bless you. And it talks all about all the blessings. Uh, and then uh, at the end of the blessings, then it talks about, well, if you do not, um, if you do not obey, then you enter into the curses by default. God is not the author of curse. We are the author of the curse by default. Now, granted, uh, bad things happen to good people. but the, And the world is uh, engulfed in sin, and the sin came from our father Adam and Eve, father and mother Adam and Eve, and it came down. The Bible says we are born into sin and iniquity. But... Uh, he wanted to show them that they had, as a group, because they had um, repented and turned to God for help, that they had gained the victory over the curse. And they were putting their monument on top of it to show we are on top. God said, I want you to be the head and not the tail the lender and not the borrower, the winner and not the loser. They won the victory, and the, and the bottom line is you can win the victory. If, you, if, if somehow your life has been cursed, well, 
I'm sorry about that. I, I feel bad about that. And 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 uh, uh, but there is a way to turn that curse into a blessing. And uh, this these podcasts are focused on all of us, um, and and a study of how. From the beginning of the Bible uh, in Genesis all the way to Revelation, it's all about repentance. Even in the in the book of Revelation, he he talks uh, five of the seven churches. He says, "You need to repent. You need to do teshuva." So, my message today: What is the curse in your life that you're dealing with? My prayer is that you repent, you turn to God, Amen. you confess any sins, anything that you had a part in it. And if you didn't have a part in it, Amen. then you need to ask for a prayer to forgive those that did it to you. Amen. And you'll gain the victory over that. And you, Jesus said, I come to set the captive free. Amen. We're captive to these curses. But you can be set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you and God bless you. If my people which are called by my holy name will humble themselves and seek my face. If they pray, if they pray, if they pray.